The Jay and Dan Podcast is brought to you by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They proudly support our podcast, and when it comes to the big decision of choosing a mortgage lender, it's important to work with someone you can trust, someone who has your best interests in mind. With Rocket Mortgage, you'll get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. You don't want to waste time searching through stacks of paperwork? That drives me insane. With Rocket Mortgage, you can securely share your financial info to get a mortgage approval in minutes. You can adjust the rate and length of the loan in real time and you make sure you get a mortgage solution that's right for you. If you're looking to buy at home or refinance your existing mortgage, lift the burden of getting a home loan with Rocket Mortgage. Skip the bank. Go to quickenloans.com slash J. Disclaimer, equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, nmlsconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Number oath. What was that? What was that, Rich? Number oath. And now, Zipod. We'll do it live. F*** it. Hi, folks. Before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Very excited you're with us for episode number 144, and I know what you're saying. Where is Dan? And we are saying the same thing. He's missing. We don't know where he is. He could be on the side of the road somewhere, in a ditch, curled up alongside a deer that he just hit on the way to Fox. <laughs> he hasn't got a phone for, what, 10 days now? Yeah, So, and I know what you're saying uh, as you listen to the podcast, you're thinking, well, Dan lost his phone again at some club. Actually, as it turns out, there are software issues with his phone. Software issues. I'm using quotations. Software issues with the iPhone. So he uh, apparently is getting it fixed, but we can't get a hold of him. So I'm Dan O'Toole sh- here. I'm sure he'll, he'll walk in any hey second. Hey, guys. Now. Welcome to the Garbage Time uh, Podcast. Yeah, yeah. I- <laughs> oh, God. What was that? Every week. Oh, Rich. What was that, Jesus. Rich? Oh, you blew it. Uh, uh, so, swinging through here, we saw Katie last week. We had a great time. Obviously, we were at the Super Bowl. I'm, by the way, I'm here with Rich Cook. Rich is here. Ben Teller's here. And, of course, Engineer Jim. So, we're going to get Jim's take on the Patriots. His Patriots winning the fifth yeah! Super Bowl of yeah! the illustrious franchise's yes, history. That's right. Unbelievable moment. And I was lucky yeah! enough to be there, Jim. It was uh, one of the greatest views. The only thing that could compare to it for me in terms of viewing experiences was 2010 Olympics, Vancouver, Olympic gold medal game for Canada. That's the only thing that can compare. But I I was very fortunate, thanks to Uncle Rupert. uh, I put my request in for tickets a year ago. Uh, my wife, my wife came up, flew up. uh, Jay Onright and his wife were there at the game. And uh, there's Jay Onright and his wife um, checking out the action. It was incredible. It was the most incredible thing I've ever witnessed in my life. We were so fortunate. We had great seats. And it was interesting. I was telling you guys before the game, uh, Scott Hansen, who works for the NFL Network, and some of you might see him on DirecTV, he was the in-stadium in, in host. He would interview with players. There was literally 700 TV timeouts. Wow. There was se- I, okay, maybe I'm exaggerating. <laughs> but every play, it seemed like there was a TV timeout. Obviously, they got to get those great commercials yep, in. Yep, yep. And so Scott would interview Hall of Famers within the stadium just to kind of kill time. Um, and so he did a great job. But I got to say, he started the game by saying how many Falcons fans are here in the stadium. And it was a pretty loud cheer. And then he said how many Patriots fans are here at Energy Stadium in Houston, Texas. And it was like deafening. And I was like, holy shit. 
if the Patriots get off to a hot start here, it's going to be the loudest building I've ever been in. Well, as we know, the Patriots did not get off to a hot start. Whatever the opposite of a hot start, that's what happened with the Patriots. They stunk it up big time. At first, I was sitting next to two Patriots fans. It was their first Super Bowl. They were so miserable. It was them and then Rob Riggle, and Riggle was giving it to him. Riggle was giving it to him. like you could use a friend. He, they were not happy. And then, uh, you know, of course – Matty Ice gets sacked, loses the football, turning point in the game, and all of a sudden here come the Pats, and then the building is going nuts, and it was just an incredible finish. Peter Schrager was strolling the sidelines. <laughs> yeah. Holding court. What Schrager a win. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was everywhere. It was such a great performance. The only thing that was tough from a stadium per, um, perspective, the only thing that wasn't as good, I think, was the halftime show. Because I was saying that I know the halftime show was incredible. Uh, if you're watching at home, I think she did a great job, Lady Gaga. Phenomenal. Yeah. She was awesome. Just an amazing artist and performer, and she can sing and do everything. But from a sitting in stadium aspect, they had those giant sort of star-shaped kind of yeah. things yep. that her drummer and her guitarist were on. Yeah. And so those were kind of in the way. So I think from a stadium perspective, like a Springsteen show or the Prince uh, Prince one where it's just the artist, just his band and the stage. Then you can see it beautifully, but it wasn't. You couldn't see as much from my perspective, so it was really made for TV. Wow! But that's a minor, minor quibble. Now I understand, Jim. You had uh, a Super Bowl party, <laughs> yeah. And, and for a while there, things were looking pretty depressing for yeah. you. Yeah. Well, so <clears throat> I I was here early. I I don't know five six in the morning. Came in for the. Uh, pieces to do for the pregame show you were still working getting stuff ready because oh, we broadcast it was, it was insane right, yeah i right. mean uh i last couple of weeks we'd just been working around the clock and then uh the for the final touches and the last minute pieces and all that stuff they had us in here early and and uh we were working right up until we were on the air and even then we were still doing stuff yeah um you know as the show progressed but they were kind enough here at fox to let me leave uh just before kickoff which was awesome <laughs> and uh so my and and we had been planning that all along so my wife and kids my wife really wanted to have uh, a great great party for for all of us we're all obviously huge patriots fans so she had like these huge patriot helmet balloons and patriot jersey balloons and footballs everywhere floating around the house uh you know big balloons we had patriots banners hanging in all the rooms they baked this amazing cake and decorated it with the patriots logo you know, the whole nine yards with the cups and plates and everything, Patriots, napkins, you name it. And, uh, you know, by the time it got to 21 nothing, my wife was losing her mind. And, you know, everyone's there crying. And my tears, like, actual tears. Oh, yeah. She's like, shut the TVs up. Oh, we had a yeah. TV on in the bedroom, Emotional. the family room, in the kitchen. Turn them all off. Turn them all off. This is over. My kids are like, well, I guess we'll go do our homework now. You know, like they you were... didn't think that, right? In the stadium so, when they were down twenty-eight-three, I'm like, there's so much time. And left. even then, there's I, so much time. So I'm like, look, you guys, we're gonna win this game. And usually, I'm the one like, if the other team gets like a first down, I'll go, oh, we're f yeah. And and I just, I never gave up on them. I knew that they were gonna come back. I knew it. And uh, 
I'm, I'm literally going back around, putting the banners back up and yeah. all that stuff. I'm consoling my wife and kids. I got everybody in the family room and I had a kick-ass sound system and I had the game going in all the rooms in the house and she shut that off. I put it, <laughs> I put it, everything back on. I'm like, look it, we're going to come back. It's going to happen. And even at 28-3, I was like, I know we're going to win this game. I know we are. And and the craziest thing of it all was they're like, Dad, you're usually the first one yeah. to get all pissed off and upset and leave the house and go walk around the block or something. Take if the other the team nuts. scores something, yeah. <laughs> and and w- what's going on? I'm like, I just, I believe. I know we're going to do it. And Even, uh, well, they did. When they were down two possessions, when they were down 16, it was like, this is automatic to me. In the stadium, I was like, this is automatic. They're, first yes, of all, they were they starting to march. In. Right? They were marching down the field yeah. at will at that point. And and the thing is, even like, okay, so Just a little they're going to settle for a field goal. It was like, there's more points on the board. Yeah, you yeah. can just see. Both those two-point conversions that they had to get, to me, were never, ever in doubt. Like, there was just never any doubt they were going to get that. crazy. But you know, crazy. you know how it is? Like, did you guys all wake up the next day and like, did that actually fucking happen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, look. That's at- how I woke up the next day. I'm like, and, and being <clears throat> in the stadium, I'm like, did we witness that? Like, were we there? And did we see that happen? And then the trophy presentation, how it all came together. Bradshaw gets up there trying yeah, to keep the awesome. peace. Goodell trying to tap on Brady's shoulder <laughs> how, for a handshake. How loud was the stadium when Goodell got up there the to hand? Oh my god, it was amazing! It was unbelievable. It was they were booing him mercilessly, but also just the the, the stuff around. Just the, it was like all these Patriots fans. It was it was two years of just anger and resentment, and it, it, this was what they had dreamed of, right? For the two yeah. years that they'd gone through all this, and Brady too. Let's be honest. I mean, he filmed a commercial beforehand taking a shot at Goodell for God's sakes so all this kind of was pent-up aggression and I think of Boston sports fans and they're pretty intense yeah they're they're pretty intense (laughs) right and whether they're winning they're losing they're intense it's highs it's lows like those two guys in that first half sitting beside me were so depressed. Like, I was, like, consoling them. I'm like, guys, like, you've won four. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. so many other franchises have never won any. Like, I mean, but but they just, they were they were so intent. And so you're right. When Goodell got up there, it's just, f*** you, Raja. <laughs> f*** you, Raja. Go f*** yourself, Raja. You know, f*** you know, like it's just like all around me. There's little kids around. I'm like, don't listen to these people. Yeah, <laughs> They're yeah. fine. They're very nice. It's fine. But there were actually... There was an Atlanta fan sitting behind us, and and the two Patriots fans. They were actually pretty good, but there were some potential skirmishes when the Pats started coming back. Oh, I'm oh, sure yeah. they had to be. Yeah. Even even though the the Super Bowl is, people say this and it's true. It is so corporate, right? Like yeah. it's so yeah, many, yeah, it's yeah. so many salespeople. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a reward for a job well done for so many corporations that have bought blocks of tickets. Yep. So I was actually surprised though how many true fans actually were able to get into the game because. I mean, the tickets are insanely yeah, expensive. Crazy. Insanely yeah, expensive. Um, but, you know, all the luminaries were there. Your your ushers, uh, your your ludicrouses, uh, your two chainses, all your Atlanta fans. And then on the Pat side, Marky, Mark, Mark Wahlberg yep. getting a lot of flack because they left, left the game yep. early. 
Yeah, well, said now his he kid said was his sick. kid wasn't feeling well, Can't, so I, you got to believe him. You got to believe him on that one. Got to believe him on that one. Yeah. But that's a tough one to leave. Oh, he's oh my that. God. That's, Unbelievable. He's going to regret that. As yeah, a, oh. Absolutely. Do you think Tom Brady's a little mad that Mark Wahlberg left early? I don't know. One of his good friends? I don't think I, so. I don't yeah. think because so he has kids, right? Tom yeah, Brady yeah. has kids. He understands. If that is true, and I'm sure it is, I mean, how about getting the jersey stolen? Who has the balls to go into the Patriots locker room and steal Brady's jersey right out of there? But what are you doing with that jersey? <clears throat> if you frame it, everyone knows you stole it. Yeah, but I then know, aren't right? you doing okay? But that's all you're doing. I, I, because I think at some point you'd want to try to sell it, but now you can't sell it. So I think, yeah, you're you're like telling all your closest buddies, I fucking stole it, man. I went in there and I fucking got it and I got it, and you can never tell a soul. And so <laughs> I, I don't tell understand. like my four best buddies. I'd frame it in the I'd frame it in the basement and I just have it there for the rest of my life. <laughs> it would be so great. It would be so great. I don't know how you can get away with it because there's got to be. I mean. In a in a football locker room after a game, especially the Super Bowl, there's hundreds of media members oh, yeah. and equipment personnel in there. Well, and they asked us at Fox, right, Ben? They actually asked us for our footage, for any footage we had of camera guys. Everyone. Really? Everyone. Yeah. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. Do you think wow. there's no way they find it, right? No, I don't think no so. No way. Or maybe it was an inside job and they're doing something special with it. They want him to think that they stole <laughs> it. And like, yeah. Kraft maybe. has it sitting yeah. in, his, uh, in his bedroom That's or something right. like that. That's right. Now, uh, the, so the best part is, you know, we, we uh, oh, and then I got to see, I got to talk about this. We got to see my wife and I, my wife, <laughs> got to see uh, Taylor Swift on Saturday. Oh, now, did T-swizzle. she play a Fox party? It was like an AT&T direct TV party, oh, so she okay. got some sweet corporate cash. Oh, yeah. And they erected, uh, erected, they erected My a erections have returned. temporary <laughs> concert venue, right, Ben? Yes. Like, like, can I think you explain it's Club, it Club Nomad, and it travels to large events like the Super Bowl. And I think it's, how much were tickets? Like $1,000 to yes. get in to watch this? 15, my, I was told ours were 1500 Okay, so, and they travel- and they just go to, and then Bruno Mars played the night before in every big concert or every big event they come to. And Club yep. Nomad is, I guess everyone in Houston knew about it way before. They basically really? just put up this concert venue, holds about 10,000 people. Wow. Amazing. And then, yeah, and then all these artists come in and do big wow. corporate parties. So Saturday night, we were lucky enough so to be given a couple Fox, of tickets. Big Fox celebrities, they get you guys Guys in there. like myself, of oh, course, yeah, Jim. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, big celebrities like me, Gordon Ramsay, I saw was there. Uh, Ann Burrell, all the fo- uh, food networkers. And we went, and I got to say, she was pretty goddamn good. I bet she, she was great. She was pretty goddamn yeah. good. Uh, it's not my kind of music. My my wife. My wife. Well, there's Jay Onright and his wife she checking wa- out the action. She wanted to check out the action. She loves T-Swizzle, so we went. And uh, I got to say, she plays guitar. She writes her own songs. She plays piano, kind of like Gaga. I mean, she's she incredibly okay. talented. She's okay. So yeah. I'll give her that. I'll give her that. Yeah. But, um, but I, it was funny because, you know, we go to the Super Bowl and we're on a high and it's crazy. We go to the after party and then we got to get on a flight the next day. And then I get to my gate. So we make it. Bernie Kim and I, who you heard on the last podcast, we're going to have Bernie on a lot more. Here with five minutes to spare. All right. Right on time. Dan O'Toole here. Wow, that's nice that's work. Nice. I like that. Nice work. Very nice. His mic's down. You got to get his mic down. Oh, nice. Sorry, sorry, Dan. There you go, oh, buddy. Oh, I, I Remember, you're supposed to send emails to my Gmail. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. I came into the room yesterday. <laughs> we sat down, me, you, and Dan. Yeah. Me, you, and Jay. But then you always send a podcast rundown email. 
There's no way. No, no. No, you come on. Play, you can't put this on him. Sorry. I said, hey, guys, tomorrow, 4 o'clock, 30-minute podcast. Yeah. You okay, didn't great. send that to him, though. No, but I literally yesterday oh. at 5 o'clock, me and Jay Did he send a podcast email? Yeah. To Jim and I. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Just... Wow. You'll have a fun time this is joining my fault. Wow. wow. <laughs> Toolsy, throw it, throw it Ben under the bus. Oh, wait, are you that kid, quickly. Dan? So I, we get to the gate for our plane Monday morning, <laughs> and I see a disheveled Ben Teller straight from the club, straight from the club, and he says, I've lost my wallet. Can I borrow 20 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did that chick roll you, man? Uh, I had, I was, I was. She rolled him. <laughs> I borrowed 20 bucks. She had two phones. We're on the club. We're dancing. We're at the club. We're dancing. It's 3.30 in the morning. I'm, wait, wait, wait. She had two phones? She had a work phone. Everybody has two phones So, but now, we're, so think about this. This girl's beautiful. We're at, a, we're at the club. We're having Dan's a good time. Dan's got zero phones all the time. <laughs> yeah, Tulsi, you need two. And then she was one. We're dancing with two phones in her hand. And I said, don't to like hold your phones in my pocket. So I'm like, okay, took her phone, put it in my pocket, my nice little skinny LA jeans. So I have two phones in a wallet in one side. <laughs> and I have another phone on the other side. An hour rolls by. I'm like, I'll buy us a drink and go wallet. Somebody probably swiped it yeah. in that club. You can collaborate with two chains and be two phones. Two phones. <laughs> Everybody so, has two phones. Uh, Tulsi, you should have two phones. And if you lost one, you'd be uh, fine. Update on my phone. I get a new one tomorrow. From Fox. You'll From get Fox. my text message that said, where are you? I don't think... My no texts are just bouncing back because there's the, just, uh, the internet porn will f up your yeah, software every yeah. time. Dan. I'm, I'm, oh, by the way, very quickly, Luke Wilson of Seattle Seahawks on the Wall of Fame. He was at the uh, we saw him actually there. He was doing some coverage for TSN. TSN, good guy. Tulsi, you got anything to say? We got five minutes. Hey, uh, was one of our guests a blue plate? No, no, blue apron. No, blue apron was not blue apron. Just did a blue apron meal the other night. Amazing. Save the story. Yeah, really. Good time. Yeah, say, yeah save, save it, it. For, for when they're a sponsor next time. Nice. Dan, how was your Super Bowl week? It's great. My phone stopped working day one. So, it's fine. Oh, I see things aren't going well in L.A. for you. <laughs> and by the way, thank, thank you for, for calling me, trying to get me on the pod. Oh, I, yes. I really appreciate you it, You were busy. Yeah, I, uh, I was in this room just hammered. Literally had shut my phone off, the ringer off. Uh, yeah. It was That's a circus figured. in here. Yeah, everything looked great. Well, but you know, amazing. if if uh, if Ben had it sent you an email, yeah, yeah, that would have been different. Mm. This seems I I'm Just coming around. To this. I, I think up. Ben really is at fault here, big time. You know, he's yeah. too busy Wait, trying you, to score did chicks. Did you forget at the, the conversation Bowl. we had? Where are you from? <laughs> of course, who <laughs> live? <laughs> Guys, I showed uh, up for our 4.30 meeting, and uh, Sean Keegan, our producer, said, uh, hey, you have a podcast. I said, okay. Yeah, he did. Got got my new glasses. I think ah, nice. I got the same glasses. Do we have the same ones? Yeah, probably. Yeah, baby. Nice. nice. Yeah, Orby Parkers. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Now we all got glasses. You can be a professor. Yeah, yeah. Or we can be hipsters. Tulsi, what a, what a, what a, what's your takeaway from hates? Hipsters. Uh, great. Super Bowl week. Crazy. Mayhem. Uh, next time I should probably go to the game. And uh, I'd go back to Houston in a second. The climate was very beneficial to my skin. I agree with you. <laughs> I, I, like, I think that was one of the... It was. Really? Man's yeah. skin is better. <laughs> my skin is very sensitive to all climates. But it's, it's more moist. It's, it's a moist it's, climate. It's, it's humid. humid down yeah. there, but... Bad in the summer. How, how was it? What was it like? Seventy, eighty-one 80s? degrees yeah. the one nice. day. Nice. It was hot it was really as balls. Nice. And nice. and uh, like we've talked about it a million times, people are so friendly. 
so it's nice really there. hot in the summer down there, though. Yeah. I mean, crazy. Oppressively humid. hot. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's my dream. Really? That's why I'll do well in hell. But what? <laughs> but you don't want the humidity, Tulsi. You don't but want But it's that. a different kind of humidity there. It's different <laughs> than Ontario. It is. It is? Yep. How yeah. do you know? You've been there in the summer? My body. My body knows. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because I start sweating. In the winter, I land in Toronto. I start sweating. Yeah, it is. Houston? Okay, that's weird. Maybe you're just excited about being home. Toolsy, you went to a Super Bowl party on uh, Sunday? Oh, yes, I did. It was great. It was uh, TVs in the backyard, TVs everywhere. You went, uh, uh, ESPN's Michelle Beadle hosted oh. the party. Oh. Yeah. All the L.A. sports uh, broadcasters were there. I, I wasn't invited. My girlfriend was, so I just tagged along. Uh, so, but now you and Beads, Buds. Beads, Buds. Sure, Beads, Buds. Big Beads, Buds. Uh, beautiful house. Yeah. Um, that's the way to watch a Super Bowl right there. In the backyard. Or go to the game. I guess that's another way to watch that's it. A, yeah. Listen, I, I Here told in you, LA. Remember yeah. when I requested yeah. my tickets? And in I the sa- valley somewhere. I, yeah. sa- I said, do you want to request tickets? And you're like, eh, I don't, I don't think I'm going to stay. I don't, I don't want to stay. I'm like, well, you should put, put a yeah. request in. And you're like, ah. I, I saw the price of those tickets. Yeah. They were pretty. Yeah. That's yeah. a, that's were, a couple were, They weren't cheap. That's, they weren't a, cheap. Uh, that's uh, quite a few flights to Canada. So I said, boomsies. Yeah. But now you're like, screw Canada. Yeah, I'm going there this weekend. Oh, are you going? Yeah. Oh, perfect. Where can everyone see you? <laughs> Peterborough. I'll be at the uh, Sobeys. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Snapping one off in a bag. Get in I'm in the yeah. patch once a month. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Spankies? I uh, won't be going to Spankies. Got the girls. So. Pigs here? Pigs here. Oh, shoot. Got to make it there before it closes. Oh, yeah. Why don't you go this weekend? See if they'll let the girls in. Is the lady friend coming up with you? Yeah. Oh, there you go. You guys can go. Leave uh, the kids with Graham Graham. Grand Grand's in Florida. Oh, <laughs> you know, I used to take themselves? my kids all the time up to the Rainbow. All the time, they let them in. No problem. Really? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. If sure. it's before nine o'clock, you're yeah, allowed. before nine. That's right. That's yeah. right. Before um, nine. And, and then if it's later, you say, well, it's to be a nine a.m. So you're yeah. also allowed at night. So, ah. so we got to wrap this up. Yeah. Hmm. We'll do an all right. We'll do an exclusive Dan O'Toole intro to the pod next week. We just talk ten minutes alone. Yeah, I like that. And no one wants to hear that, including myself. Um. All right. I do. I do. I want to hear it. Sure, why not? No. It's 96.9. Uh, well, <laughs> and then next week, we'll save uh, Six Degrees with Engineer Jim yeah. for next week for sure. Lady Gaga. We'll do Lady Gaga next yeah. week. That's, a, yeah. that's called that's a, a good tease. one. That's that called a, a very tease. good sure. tease. Yeah. Yeah. And a million reasons, baby. <laughs> Mark this on your calendars with a big red star. And everyone should come with uh, who they think should be next year's uh, halftime act. I like that. I like that. That's a great idea. I've got a good one. We'll get some suggestions. Mine, Gordon Lightfoot. Alone with a guitar. They'd save a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> He's got to pay them. Yeah, exactly. It's very strange. All uh, right, I got to go throw a suit on, I guess. All right, and we got to go to a meeting. All right, see you guys. Bye. Oh, a meeting's still on? Yeah. All right, I made it. See you guys. I swear to God. Cake batter. You sure a cute kid. <laughs> <laughs>